Welcome to the panic button. I'm Nina. And I am Jesse. And we're reacting to stuff. Yay. So there's this guy who's on TikTok and he's a therapist and he doesn't give the best advice. I feel bad for his patients. Oh, he's a therapist? It is not your fault that you have an anxious attachment style. It's the fault of the environment that you grew up in. It's because you had parents or caregivers that were inconsistent with their love and attention. It's because you were taught that love was something you had to fight for, not something that was freely given. You were made to feel- That's the only reason? Yeah, you lie. I don't think that's the only reason you have an attachment when it comes to love. I think obsession's the big thing. Feel that you needed to perform, to excel, to be perfect in order to be worthy of love. And because of this, you developed an anxious attachment style. You constantly seek reassurance and validation because you were conditioned to believe that love was conditional. Your attachment style- He's like a fortune cookie. <laughs> How so? It is not your fault. It is the fault of the world around you. You can blame it on this. It is not real. It's not your fault that you're obsessive. You were raised to be obsessive. The world made you obsessive. He's not telling you anything to change anything. He's just telling you that it's okay. It's not your fault. He's giving you excuses to give to other people. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Well, it's not your fault. <laughs> That's him right now. ...isn't a choice, otherwise you'd opt for a secure one. But that is so boring. No one's producing an HBO... That's also very false. We two lesbians know that is a fact. You can change. You can change. And it's kind of your fault if you choose not to. You can change. You can change. Yeah. ...series about securely attached people. Come on, give me a break. Let's not forget, people with an anxious attachment style are consistently amazing in bed. You possess a level of emotional intelligence that makes everyone jealous. Your dedication is off the charts. Your ability to read your partner and be there for them is unparalleled. Your empathy and communication- And now he's rewarding them. But did you catch in the middle the fact that he's literally telling them that they're fantasizing about being these like HBO series couples and all that? And that's why these people are sitting here and going off about how they can't change that they're mentally ill. Because they want to romanticize all these fucked up things like euphoria. What is an anxious attachment style? specifically it's like overly attached and insecure that they're gonna leave he's saying that the overly attached i think you know why people who always think their partners are gonna leave are really good in bed why because they're tryhards that's what he said but how does he know how many people has he slept with in order to he get this data is simply validating these people what's the point of self-help books if we're gonna do this now well, the point of self-help books is to make you feel happy. And if someone tells you you're perfect just the way you are, suddenly you're happy. Not all self-help books. There's a lot of self-help books that, you know, I've, Atomic Habits is definitely one of them. That man. This, this is not a self-help book. This is a... That man is a therapist. It's TikTok worse. therapist. It is worse. That doesn't help you feel better. Like, that won't It does help. in the moment, and in today's <laughs> world, when you can yell at people... Oh, instant gratification's kind of a thing now, yeah. And when you can yell at people and say that you're mentally ill and you're forcing them to heal, shout out to my ex, and you can get away with anything. But that's how you, like, get fat and stay fat. That's how you get miserable and stay miserable. They don't want to be happy? They are happy only fulfilling their own needs. And when they have this anxious attachment style, which is just overbearing and constantly needing you around is what it sounds like. He's trying to excuse it with every word he's saying. Whereas there are people who just can't handle stuff like that. 
especially when you're constantly on their back about everything. That's what anxious is. Anxious is the fear of something that has not yet come. And so that's where this person's coming from. Don't leave your person because they're overly attached to you because it just means that they're good at fucking you and they idolize people on euphoria and, and you know, at least they're tryhards. That's all I heard. Is this an excuse for not liking your own company? Maybe? Not I don't want to be alone. Wanting to be alone. Being scared of being alone. That's what it sounds if you're like. Afraid to be alone. If you have an anxious, okay, anxious attachment style, and you always want to be with your partner, and you're very focused on your partner, that means that you're not very focused on you. And if you're not focused on you, then why would anyone else want to focus on you? That's not true, actually. How? Because if you're constantly focused on your partner mm-hmm. and not yourself, mm-hmm. quote unquote, then you're actually focused on yourself and your own desires and not what's actually important to your partner and yourself. So the anxious attachment style has nothing to do it's with their partner. It has everything to do with them feeling a comforted way in from the their anxiety. So the partner's like the drug, mm-hmm. right? And they're trying to feed this addiction by being around the partner all the time. It's a good point. Because they think that the partner is going to cheat on them. Or asking for constant reassurance. But if you can't get constant reassurance from yourself, then how would anyone else even know how to do it for you? It's not even advice. He's just affirming the beliefs. So he's an affirmation therapist. Because this is not advice. He was just telling people that they're perfect the way they are, and this is why, because someone fucked with you, and now they can send this video to their boyfriend or girlfriend and be like, this is why I'm so nervous about you leaving me. It's because I love you. Yeah, okay, now we've we've gotten the acceptance part out of the way. Now what are we going to do to change it? These people don't change. And if you ask them to, then you're forcing them. Because you were forcing them to heal. You weren't ready, you weren't getting, ready for their getting, mental health. So you're getting manipulated and gaslit into believing that you're the bad guy because you have standards. I think that's a pretty messed up person you were dating, and I'm glad that you're not with them anymore is what I would say to that person. What happens when you're anxious... And the thing you didn't want to happen is happening. You run away. Are you asking me? Yes. I usually flee. Fight or flight, right? Yeah, I usually uh, try to get away from the situation if I don't think that I can cope. So if you have an anxious attachment style, Mm -hmm. when your partner could potentially bring up leaving you, Mm -hmm. what do you think is going to happen? Fight or or flight. Oh, that's why they have so many arguments. People like that. And that's why they manipulate so much, because they're trying to con you into staying because they're anxious and they don't want you to leave. They do always blame you for everything. I've noticed that because mm-hmm. I dated someone like that. And they do really always blame you for things that they're doing wrong. It's like a paranoid thing. I'm doing it, so they must be doing it behind my back, too. But that's uh, that's not a healthy relationship at all. It's not even they're doing it, so I'm going to do it too always. It's more like they could do it, and I'm more worried about them doing it. That's why it's so selfish. They could do it. I'm more worried about them doing it, so I'm going to do everything in my power to stop them from doing it. So having an anxious attachment style... Is unhealthy. ...shows that you are vain and narcissistic, <clears throat> and then what's the perfect thing to do is to go to a TikTok therapist to get affirmed. I have exercised the demons. <laughs> they don't feel like they're vain or narcissistic, though, because of exactly what he's saying. They care about their partner. They try hard but, for their yeah, partner. But, they but they're they doing do. it. They're doing it for the service of themselves and not for the service of their partner. It's almost like they have this, this blinder that's right in front of their face, and they just cannot see the forest from the trees, you know? And skills are in a league of their own. You're self-aware and growth-oriented, transforming you into the ideal 
partner plus. You are the glue in relationships. Without you, everything would crumble. Do not beat yourself up over your attachment style. Embrace it. You're a j That thing you're anxious about, only you can prevent it. You're the reason it could happen. You're the reason it couldn't happen. You're the exact cause, the exact reason this relationship could end. So you got to keep it together. He's now playing on their anxiety and telling them that they have to keep that person. He's adding fuel to this fire we were just talking about. Well, what about stalkers? Stalkers do that. Are you trying to affirm stalk stalkers that what they're doing is a good thing? No, sir. This is bad. This is affirmation for anyone who wants to continue being an asshole. Pretty much. Five things society makes a big deal about. It really doesn't have to be that important. One, discovering your purpose in life. Apparently, getting up in the morning, getting through the dumb day, and not throwing your phone out the fucking window isn't enough. You need a purpose, too. Newsflash, you can live a very satisfying life without finding your North Star and making your life mirror a self-help book. Don't get hooked on finding a purpose if you don't feel compelled. Nothing matters. Everything is made up. Who fucking cares? That's a great way to get someone who's on the edge off the edge and into the pit. He shouldn't talk to depressed people. Yeah, nothing matters. At least you got through your day. It's like all gonna be over soon, basically. You could be a drug addict. They don't have a purpose. Yeah, they do. Find drugs. I eat drugs! Finding your forever person. Because who doesn't love the idea of hunting for a magical, perfect soulmate human who is supposed to complete you? Surely, you can't just be a complete person on your own, right? Or maybe, just maybe, it's more satisfying to have lots of important relationships that are long or short-term. Settling down is so 20th century. Live in the now. You already found your forever person. It's you. Aww. It's like the only thing he's kind of right about is that you should, like, enjoy your own company before you go off and find someone else. But, well, we, we know that he doesn't uh, agree with marriage. The only kind of good <laughs> advice was that, because you need to work on your own shit before you go finding someone else. But he's just saying don't bother. Three, having children. You know what? I can't wait to never have children. The stress, the responsibility, the now that I have children, it's like my heart is living outside of my body. No fucking thanks. I want my heart to live inside of my body where it's supposed to be. I don't want kids. I never wanted kids. When I was a little kid, I didn't play with dolls. I never thought about getting married. I never fantasized about being a mom. Never. Whatever maternal thing was supposed to kick in in my system never did. Failure. System failure. I partially agree with what he's saying here. 300 grand per child. No, thank you. Four, being productive. Fuck you, capitalism. Also, yawn. Gauging your value by the number of tasks you've checked off, the spreadsheets you've filled, or the sleep you're missing is so passe. Sure, go ahead and be productive if you're genuinely inspired, but grinding just for the sake of it? That is not the vibe. Taking time to rest and rejuvenate throughout the day? Now that is the type of productivity I can get behind. He's like, live in the now! But... That's not very good, like, if you want to get a house one day or go on vacation or, or do anything. This one and the first one are the same. Having a purpose and being productive are the same. And that's not very good for depressed people, either. Depressed I'm, people, like... Neither was the first one. I need to have a schedule. I, ha I make a schedule every day, and I check Why? So you have a purpose? No, it's not so I have a purpose. It's so that I can get things done and I don't... But does it not give you back. purpose? <laughs> it helps. It helps with the depression. I'm it not saying... It helps keep me, you know... 
life uh, purpose. Accomplishing things that I want to accomplish. Yeah. yeah, that's your purpose right now is to stay on track. Mm-hmm. So by being productive, you're accomplishing and being productive. Yeah, so if I didn't have... I, w- w- what's the point in living? Like, he's not really making a good a good argument for why a depressed person person should should keep living. His first and what fourth point are exactly the same, which is like you don't have to have to have a purpose for life and you don't have to be productive in life. But you they're don't even the, have to live. But they're the same thing. Apparently. Yeah, cuz he sounds like he's in Canada just ready to sign off on the paperwork to send you away. <laughs> just, just to euthanize you. We need a meme of them stamping letters just ready to go. Maybe he's one of those those euthanasia therapists that's in Canada. That's what I'm saying. What does it fucking matter? Nobody fucking cares. Oh, that's why I'm sorry. You can't leave the party. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Five, traveling the world. Who wouldn't want to replace the comforts of home with unfamiliar food that gives you so much diarrhea, uncomfortable beds that make your body ache, and the constant threat of losing your luggage. Might as well force me to go camping while you're at it, staying local, embracing the familiar, and basking in the coziness of your own space sounds like a very chill and very satisfying way to live. Sometimes I think he's trolling. But if he's not, (laughs) I'd also not be surprised. The fact that you can't pay for a nice, accommodating place when you're traveling does not mean traveling is always miserable. And just because you can't afford good food when you're traveling doesn't mean traveling has to be miserable. He blamed the lumpy beds, the bad food, da-da-da-da-da. But these things aren't, they don't happen if you can afford the trip you're going on. Oh, like and subscribe. Find your life purpose. Or don't. It doesn't matter. My dog is farting up a storm, so I need to take him outside. Because this is getting ridiculous. Oh, God, it's so bad. It's really... It's not good. Yeah, he's, like, letting it rip right <laughs> under 